0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And we are coming to you live from the internet over on Crowdcast, or maybe you're listening to the audio podcast later either way. uh, We did have a little bit of trouble with the old YouTube, uh, so (laughs) maybe you are watching it on (laughs) YouTube this week.
1: It's YouTube. YouTube's
0: got a problem. It's YouTube's problem. It's Google's problem. Google's been a little the other bit, Come uh, up.
1: Little bit uh, up to trouble this the past couple of days. So yeah,
0: I mean, I'll tell you, it's a little bit of a bummer too, because one of the things that I was going to say at the top of the show, I was going to thank YouTube uh, because uh, f- since last week and this week, we actually passed seven thousand subscribers on our YouTube channel, Ooh, which is pretty awesome. Wow. <laughs> Uh, so sorry we couldn't come and tell you that live if you're over on YouTube, but thank you everybody who has followed us over there. You are all awesome. Um, the other thing we should probably mention I completely forgot about this. I don't know if you guys completely forgot about this. Uh, Kevin alerted us about this in the Patreon Slack. Uh, December 5th was actually our 14 year <laughs> anniversary of this show. Oh, 14? 14, 14. I, I thought it was like 85 at this point, it feels that way. Okay,
1: you're aging at a different rate than the rest of us. Like uh, a dog ages faster.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, our first show was December fifth, two thousand six. I went back and double checked that just to make sure. Uh, uh, we ran three shows that month, if I remember correctly. Yes. Like, well, we'll try this out. We'll see what happens. There's a Tuesday free, and then never look back. No, and we never will. Yes. Uh, very exciting. How are you? How did you celebrate the anniversary? What did you guys do on December fifth?
1: Well, I, as always, I took out my picture of Alex and my picture of Pete. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. kissed uh, each of them lightly on the lips and put sure. them back in their lockbox <laughs> in my wow.
0: basement. You a lockbox. Bob <laughs> Dole, right? <laughs> hey, cool. Cool. Old, uh, old <laughs> oh, outdoor. outdoor. Right. OK, there we yeah. go. I don't know. I'll just say a bunch of stuff. Listen, we've been doing the show for so long, I could just reference anything and it's in continuity essentially. Is I can't believe really really we've been only doing this 14 for so years? Long. Really only for only
2: almost a, a decade like, and a half, that's it. I I feel like last year we said 15 or something. Yeah, we no, got we, it wrong. We do say yeah, the yeah. numbers okay.
1: different a couple times every show, yeah, but I got to say okay. I, we, we started a podcast before podcasts existed. So I think we've been doing it a pretty, a pretty long, <laughs> pretty good.
0: It's all good. A uh, couple of questions here in the comments actually about is that first show recorded anywhere? Do we have any clips? Uh, no, we don't because we really the first couple of shows we came up with the idea for the show and then just wanted to try it out in a theater, see how it worked and kind of got rolling from there. So we weren't really planning on doing it every single week for 14 years pretty much uh, that's just kind of how it happened i knew i knew <laughs> oh wow I knew. uh and uh and yeah it wasn't until, until about five or six years in that we started doing it as a podcast for nerdists that's kind of when we kick things off with that um so yeah the first couple of years of shows are unless there's video online which there is some video online uh it doesn't <laughs> exist anywhere yeah that's all their story
1: there are, yeah. Someday in our living memoir, we'll tell the story of the, I want to say, 10 camera live switch experience oh, yeah. that we
0: have. Hey, man, we got a couch out of that, so it's all good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of couches. couches? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> couches, you know who usually sits on couches is guests. So we have two amazing guests uh, for do. you guys today. Two of our favorite people here. I'm going to try to invite them both in at the same time. They're the creators of the new graphic novel Archimaniacs yes. from DC uh, that's come out. Art, Baltazar, and Franco. Uh, you might know them better also as the creator of Tiny Titans. Uh, yeah. Itty Bitty Hellboy, was that what it was, I think? uh mm-hmm. and a couple of other things. Um Woo. they're great. Pete loves talking to them. I'm very excited to chat with them as well. Here's one of them. Hello. Hey, hey, hey guys are you? Czar, oh, up, and man? we got Franco. How hey. are you guys? Hey we made it. Yeah, made oh, it. yeah. you did it, it you made it in the stream there for a
3: while. Yeah. Yeah thank <laughs> you. Thank you, for,
0: thank you for your patience. Very excited to chat with you guys about this book. Uh, mean, it is yeah awesome and fun as usual uh, for those who didn't uh don't know what it is uh, it's basically uh your regular adorable take uh, but all of the uh, Gotham villains are living in an apartment building together interacting with itty bitty Bruce Wayne uh where did where did this start you've obviously done a lot of work with DC but where did the oh, initial germ of the idea for archimaniacs come from
4: oh man we were we we were talking about this way back in 2008 2009 when we were working on tiny titans so uh we i forgot how it started but i think it was just the name the name happened and then we were we were uh talking about killer croc adding killer croc to the tiny titans so it all kind of started from that like we had a pitch way back then because at the time tiny titans uh just hit the new york times bestseller and so our editor at dc said Come up with more ideas. What else yeah. you have for for, like for another for yeah. like Make another pitch. Make like a spinoff or something. So yeah. hurry up, want, hurry yeah, up and We, do that. <laughs> we need want money. more. Make <laughs> them smaller. Get them smaller. <laughs> so like what, what was happening? We had uh, ideas for Archimaniacs and Super Pets and the Adams family and all like the Adam with his family, the Adams family. And mm-hmm. but we yeah. ended up putting we end up putting all our ideas into tiny Titans. And so that's where it comes from. Hmm. It's kind of
3: cool. Yeah. We asked them if we can have all the homicidal maniacs to play with.
4: Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's always good for kids. I think, Uh, do you find, we thought it would make a perfect kid? book (laughs) going from tiny Titans to this book though, uh, just because you are so familiar with the characters. uh, I mean, I think it's a different take by necessity because they're in a different setting because they're interacting in a different way. Mm -hmm. But what is it like for you Hitting these very familiar characters in different ways, coming at them from different directions.
4: I don't know, man. It feels real natural for me, for mm. us. Both. <laughs> <laughs> this is what Bruce Wayne would do if he was uh, eight years old, six, seven, eight years old. But um, yeah. the characters are I just.
3: We have, because, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think we have an innate ability to take you know grown characters and just be as silly as we can with them. You know, it's it must be our five year old sensibilities and and our sense of humor.
4: Yeah, it feels easy to do. We did that with Itty Bitty Hellboy, too, and that was real easy to do. Just take, especially when the guys are large and angry. It's real cool yeah. and real fun to make them silly. Uh, so I have, I a, so I have a question.
1: Yeah. yeah, I have a question about how you guys uh, sort of do because uh, the book is you know pretty long. Do you come up with sort of the overarching um, way through all the different uh, the narrative, quote unquote, or do you come up with like, oh, I want to do a bit where Scarecrow um, is upset in his bedroom?
4: Yeah, uh, like it, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we come yeah, up with just all the like gags. one
3: long stream of consciousness type thing, and then we pick out the bits that make us laugh, and like right, that'll go in the book. Yeah,
4: yeah we have awesome. some, We come up with with gags, yeah, and and weird scenes and stuff, and forever like the opening scene with joker walking with rainbows behind him that that's what got the whole book started and that's actually the first scene that we were thinking of when we when we wrote this thing and, and uh but most of it is just wouldn't it be cool if killer croc was in the pool with his alligator yeah that would be fun or or if Catwoman had a cat that was missing in the tree or whatever we just come up with a bunch of weird stuff
2: uh i've said this before but it, w- what i really love is just not only uh how funny it is and it's you know made for kids but it's really hilarious uh for grown-ups as well it's uh, it's weird to consider myself a grown-up but i I, <laughs> I i really enjoy all the bits like the hush bit is great there's just stuff in there for adults and kids love it too it's one of those like Kid's books that everybody can really love, and it your guy 's sense of humor really comes through uh and it just makes things so much fun
4: oh yeah man oh, thank, you. thank you. <laughs> That's cool yeah we uh we love it too man. we we had a good time with the Joker and uh the Penguin's cool. We had so many stories that we couldn't fit into this one book. the book's only one hundred and twenty pages we had enough for like four hundred page we had a wow. four hundred page oh, wow. omnibus but we uh, we had a self-edit Weedle are we down to 100 pages Yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask you
0: about your take on the Joker in particular because it feels <laughs> so unique and it's so much fun His face is I think 50% smile and he's just so happy <laughs> uh, Where Where did that start? Did, was he like 50% we based that on moved the,
3: up Yeah, we based it on the Jacqueline Phoenix movie
4: mm-hmm. So that was our And you know what? <laughs> Like for years, we draw these uh, crayon sketches at our booth at the conventions. Yeah, and and I got into the habit. Like whenever people wanted the Joker, I would draw him. His head as a balloon with the string hanging, and it was not connected to his body. So I always made his head into a, like floating above his body. So he was gonna look like that in his book, but I thought it looked weird. His head wasn't connected. So that's really where it starts. His, he has a balloon head and and that's that's like it's it's silly like the 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 smile and the little crazy eyes are are the 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 soul of the joker. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> another design that I really love you mentioned this as well is the penguin. There's something <laughs> that's just so funny about the how solid and squat he is in the book like he's just kind mm-hmm. of there in the background most of the time. Um again wh- where did this take come from? Where did that start?
4: I don't know. We uh, we we talked about like, wouldn't it be cool if Penguin didn't wear shoes and he just likes to slap his feet on the ground when they're all wet because he likes the way it sounds like a penguin walking, and that's where it comes from, because uh, Tim Burton made it where he has those mm. flippers, the crazy flippers. Yeah, yeah. So we went with it it's just so funny like
1: so many of these villains are in the in the rest of their appearances are are meant to be like x oh let's make him darker let's make her like in this other and you guys just go the other direction and it still works it still works like so well it's like not i it's truly amazing to read this book and be like
3: oh these are the same characters it's still pretty dark i mean you you take you take the scare you take scarecrow's arc in this in this book and he's like he's totally decimated yeah. Uh, he's not even Jonathan Crane. We just call him Steve. That's how messed up he gets. <laughs>
4: he's is. not worthy so. of the name Jonathan Crane. No, so <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> <laughs> just call him Steve. And that uh, Do- <laughs> Ivy Stark too. She hates everybody. She hates little Bruce Wayne. She's yeah. the darkest character.
0: Yeah, she's uh, pretty evil. What about the title of the book? Obviously, Adamaniacs is a WB property, so probably yeah. there's a little bit of leeway there. But was there any pushback
4: on calling it Archimaniacs at any point? Um, there might have been. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> there was never pushback. We were just always waiting. Hopefully. Mm,
3: yeah. I'm going to say that we had the name before the reboot, but after the original. So mm. we claim we claim it for ourselves.
4: Yeah. yeah. And it was just something like something that we just kept saying and playing with. And we were going to call originally. Original pitch back in eighty nine, was it eighty or nine? No, two thousand nine. It was a uh, Joker's Funhouse. We're like, no, nah, that's, oh, too yeah. g- that's too generic. That's just like what probably comic book comic book stories call their story. Like, no, nah, that's not strong enough. So it just came up at Archimaniacs. Archim what could we do with the M? Yeah. That was at uh, the Maniacs.
0: Uh, at this point, you have you're kind of known as like the. Little superhero guys, right? Like yeah. you've got.
4: Yeah, we real tall too. Yeah, we are. Yeah, you yeah, tall. You're huge. Six foot three, yeah. six foot
0: four. Yeah. Also, you do that in comics. Uh, yeah. no. So you, you, obviously, like you're known for Tiny <laughs> Titans. You're known for anybody, Hellboy. All of these smaller versions of characters. Are there any? Uh, two questions at the same time, I guess. But mm-hmm. are there any <laughs> that you haven't done yet that you do want to do? And at the same time, is there ever a point that you're like, ah, I want to move out of this. I want to do like. Gritty, adult, hardcore comic yeah. books.
4: I always thought these were gritty. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think this is very natural for me. I don't see myself going a- a- away from the cartoony. But uh, I, w- I, l- I would love to work on Superman again. I have a lot more Superman stories within me. It's in my soul. It's thinking of Superman all the time. You wow. know? And Superman and Star Wars and the Hulk. I like the Hulk too. Yeah. But Superman, I got tons of stories. I know I yeah. got good oh. stories for good movies, too.
3: Yeah. I want to do, I want to do Sandman and House, House of Mysteries and mm-hmm, yeah. and uh, something wow. Everything dark I want to do.
4: <laughs> Franko's a <the> tortured soul. <laughs> he, needs, he needs to release it. Yeah.
0: Uh, you could definitely do some sort of little dreaming or something like that, right? That'd be or, cool.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He'd be asleep I mean, the can... whole comic, 24 pages.
4: <laughs> I, could I could do a death comic that little girl death in his, you oh, know, yeah, that'd be fun too. Uh, she had a dragon too, maybe.
0: Uh, now we kind well, of bumped different. it a little bit over on YouTube today. Uh, but we do have a question there in the comments. Anyway, Anthony latch says, uh, for you guys, any ghost stories coming up tonight?
4: Ooh,
3: I know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, maybe we'll get to him uh another another podcast we do that it's on possible. our podcast we, we always po- we always pose a question and tell people that we're gonna do we're gonna do ghost stories but we always run out of time because we have so much other things to talk mm-hmm. about so yeah, maybe we maybe hello ghost story yeah
4: mm-hmm. so he's a listener for our podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> just so, uh, any
1: ghost story or a personal mm-hmm. ghost story we have oh, yeah, personal ones yeah, 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 yeah. yeah
4: i right have lots of I have many yeah. personal ones. Yeah, okay. visions. I've like, seen things, experienced things. we'll get into it probably
3: around yeah. Halloween. And I'm, and I'm the dark one. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they like me. They accept me. They follow me around. There he is. He's, he doesn't <laughs> deny us. He doesn't run away. But that's the weirdest. The, the, the weirdest thing you could do is acknowledge the ghosts, because then they'll stay. But mm-hmm. if you don't acknowledge them, they're like, well, let's let's try this. <laughs>
0: maybe, maybe it's the same thing with red. pigeons. You don't feed pigeons, and you don't acknowledge ghosts. Uh-huh. And squirrels. Yeah. Don't right, think squirrels. Exactly. They're uh, nuts. Yeah. They are nuts. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, now that you have Archimaniacs out and people can
4: check it out, uh, what is next for you guys? Mm. Oh. We're doing some some stuff for secret things for DC Comics that they didn't announce yet. But I'm working on I'm working on a series of super pet books. Mm. They just oh, they're just starting to hit the stores. The first four. Made it out to the stores about a week, maybe a month ago. And I think I'm working on 12 or 15 of them all together. Maybe. I forget. I work on four at a time, so I forget where I'm at now. But wow. but I'm drawing all the, all the characters. Aquaman's pets, Flash pets, Batman's pets, Superman's, Supergirls. Which... So I know there's a back out book coming up, so I can't wait. Uh, I mean, <laughs> on that
0: note, which uh, member of the DC Universe has the best pet family?
4: Mm, probably Batman. Yep. Got Ace, Robin, Robin, bat cow If you put bat yeah. cow in anywhere, just, that's it. The bat cow
3: yeah. the bat he's cow got cow a man it. bat as a pet. He's got a man bat.
2: Yeah, bat. he does. That's a fun mm, yeah. bit that you guys have in this book. Right. <laughs>
4: oh, Manny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Manny. Man, Manny's great. If you read it, Manny talks like this. Hey, I know. <laughs> <laughs> when, when they, they open the door and Manny says, hey, close the door. I'm sorry, it's all right. He even said, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: all right.
4: great I love that.
3: Sada. We could do the audio version of it, you know, an audio book yeah, version. Uh, but that would do. be fun. And
4: many talks real uh, fast. Yeah. you want to you, you need custom, don't you? I can make a custom mix. He, makes, he <laughs> talks real fast. You like bats. I like bats. Come on, dress up like a bat. Yeah, he's real cool. I can't uh, even talk as fast as he talks. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, Franco, anything you want to plug that you got coming up?
3: Uh, yeah, we're we're always working on. Oh yeah, comic stuff. So you could find that mm-hmm. over on Comicsology and and uh, um. We we are working on a couple more super secret DC books. Uh, one one we're working on together, and one I'm working on uh, without him because I, I couldn't stand working with him anymore until <laughs> yeah, the next wow. project. I feel so, like um, that time. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm, dirty. yeah, it's, it's it was too dark. So uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited, but um, yeah, they take a while to to work on. So uh, I've been working on it for ten years, but I can't talk about it yet. Oh wow. Wow. yeah, wow.
4: That's true. I've been that's working on a lot of indie stuff with other publishers. Like uh, with paper cuts with uh, paper cuts That's with cool. Gilbert, a little mm-hmm. merman creature, and Drew and Jot with uh, Boom Studios. So we're nice. uh, we're spreading out, spreading our wings. DC Comics and indie stuff and other publishers. So there's so much to be done, so little time.
3: Yeah. We thank awesome. the, we, ah. thank,
4: we thank the universe for the pandemic. Gives us time to stay home and draw. <laughs> You know? <laughs> yeah,
0: honestly, I think the pandemic is the best thing that's happened to all of us.
4: Yeah, <laughs> it has.
3: Yes. Yeah, and I'm the oh,
0: dark man. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. Congratulations to the book. It's a yeah. tough one. Oh, yeah, well, nice to awesome. Good Good
4: right. Thanks, guys. Great to see you. Yeah, right. I can't Go. wait to smell Pete again. Later. Last time you were here, we were <laughs> smelling your hair because yeah. you came up to on us, and so we rested our chin. On, I remember that. Yeah. Like you smell good. good. Yeah, I remember
0: yeah. that. Man, will good he time. still smell
4: good after all this?
0: I guess we'll find out. We we'll all see well, each other again. <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night, guys. You guys are hey, awesome. Too. Later. Bye. Okay, too. You too.
2: All right. Oh my go. god. Wow. Uh, I just cool. want to say like that's one of the tough things about uh you know not being able to go to cons and stuff like those guys were such a staple at a Comic-Con mm-hmm. and artist alley. I mean they're bigger than life. They have these giant like cool booths and they stand out and they're just so much fun to talk to and it really comes through in their work and it's I'm just so happy that they're doing well.
1: The major staples of the Pete Pete when we were uh, <laughs> oh, yeah for back sure in yeah. Our
0: you got uh art boltazar you got franco you got a roast yeah. beef sandwich on the side somewhere <laughs> some ribs all the good stuff
1: yeah play brownie. Ca- a casual fist fight with Rick Remender <laughs> coming soon to this podcast oh, in January. Very exciting. Uh
0: also coming to the soon to this podcast is my favorite section. It's your audience questions oh, And for your audience questions, all you gotta do is drop a question and ask a question here on Crowdcast. Um, but. Actually, before we do, I wanted to start off with something uh, that we got in the old oh, yes. email box. yeah. That's the what, old email right, box. That's what you were checking on, Pete. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I forgot to read this last week. So, yeah, I just want to make sure you remember this time. And that's Thanks, how you've been, you've fallen on hard times
1: ever since. Yeah. yeah. I've just yeah. been, I've
0: completely <laughs> lost it. Uh, this, this is a good letter we got uh, from Melissa uh, over at live at gmail.com. Uh, she says, I don't know if you guys will read this, but worth a shot. First off, I love you guys in the show. I love all. All the content as in a major comic book collector, I can't go a week without the stack. Anyway, I know this is your show, and my opinion really isn't worth anything, especially since you are free no. to put whatever content you want on your show. But as a longtime listener, I just wanted to let you know I come to your show as an escape from the crap of the world and haven't really loved hearing political talk from the one place I really look to grow my hobby. Anyway, I'm not trying to be a dick, and I definitely won't stop listening. Whenever <laughs> bash you guys, just thought I'd give you my thoughts over the last few months. Thanks for the show. Uh, so, first of all, Melissa, thank you so much for listening. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Part of the reason I wanted to bring this up, and we've talked about this, is over the course of the election, we certainly talked about politics, I would say, 100% more than usual. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, it definitely, was definitely popped up. Yeah. It's, it's definitely – I just want to say, like, she
2: brought up a, a something in the beginning that I just want to quickly address. Like, you're, you know – Thank you for listening. You know, yes, we are going to do what we want because it's our show and we like having fun. And your opinion does matter. So thank you for sending that in. That's kind of why we read it. You know, we don't want it to seem like your guys' opinions don't matter. When you send us thoughts, we appreciate the fact that you're taking time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just, you know, it's just one of those things where at the end of and you know, I'm just speaking for myself. At the end of the day, I gotta be feel good about what we're doing, how we're doing it, and that kind of thing. So if you're putting something out there, also we gotta try to do some things that we wanna do and some things that we wanna say. So if that upsets you or if that rubs you the wrong way, uh, you know, that's not what we're trying to do. We're just trying to also kind of uh uh you know be able to sleep at night, I guess is what I what I'm what I'm saying. But go ahead, guys.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like that was just uh, the tension was ratcheting up around <laughs> politics and in the same way that um, listeners uh, maybe come to this podcast as a relief. I think we, it's a little bit of a release for us as well. Mm-hmm. So I do think that it aired. And I, I like in an absence of doing live comedy shows where I personally would go and be able to be like, this is all the world is pretty crazy coming here. Is that a little bit? So um i i appreciate that comment and honestly i don't like talking politics all the
0: time uh i just like reading it all the time yeah i think when it (laughs) uh, i mean it kind of hit right in the middle of what you guys are talking about uh it it was impossible not to talk about it the last couple of months you know i mean i think anybody would be derelict in their duty to not discuss it in some way but at the same time like justin is saying I certainly look at the show and look at comics as a respite. We try to make the show as fun and upbeat as possible. We certainly don't spend a lot of time forgetting about politics, but like we don't talk about the comic book industry politics that much. That's not the thing that we're into. Oh man. Can you imagine? Well, yeah, I mean, we don't, we like to lift up the things that we like. We don't like to push down the things that we think are bad. And that's something that we've done for the past 14 years. So that's always been part and parcel of the show. And I think that goes the same thing for real world issues as well, that if they don't come up, we don't necessarily need to bring them up. But at the same time, it's always going to tie into comic books and the best comic books are going to reflect the time we're in, in some way Uh, they're going to have something to say about it. So of course we're going to discuss those things then. And I think in the same way that we are trying to make this a space where people can have fun and hopefully laugh like at this very funny discussion that we're having right now. uh, (laughs) I also think that we would be derelict in our duty Do not bring up themes that are inherent in something and talk about things and what they mean to us.
1: You know that's 100 percent true, and, but I we should take this moment to announce Pete's mayoral run for the mayor of Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, sorry, the Philly cheese. You're becoming the mayor of yeah. Philly cheese. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. a big,
2: difference.
1: A big like difference. Mayor McCheese, but for a Philly cheese. Yeah, steak, didn't so you? Fun.
0: Sorry, I think you're actually wrong about that. He got invited to a Willy Wonka style thing, but at the Philadelphia Cream Cheese Factory. <laughs>
1: <laughs> cream cheese. Yeah, that'll be um, fun. Mm. Yeah. I love that stuff.
0: But what are you guys drinking? Oh, great question. Uh, great question. I, I got tired of fancy cocktails, and I haven't yeah! had a beer. <laughs> well, no, I'm still going to drink them. I, don't worry. But I haven't had a beer in weeks, so I just got myself a nice uh, Goose Island IPA. That's All
1: it. right. Alex is back. I'm ready to drink
0: beer, yeah. go in the woods. That's what men do.
1: No, I'm, the seasonal beer plague is over <laughs> for the time being. No, I'm going to um, get Christmas beers. No. Uh, how, what is, what's up with the Hanukkah? Where's the Hanukkah beer?
0: Yeah, happy. I Hanukkah. mean, that's a really good anti Semitic question. Is that, you are drinking Christmas What do they beer? taste <laughs> like? Potatoes? Like latkes, Justin? <laughs> an tastes like question. candles? What are you saying? Ooh. Come on. You're, no. drink, you're talking
1: about drinking Christmas beer. I'm just asking you. No, I would love equivalent. a Hanukkah beer.
0: That would be really nice.
1: Yeah, so, so what does we'll
0: it taste go. like? Potatoes? <laughs> huh? Just sort of potato <laughs> 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 I don't know. Maybe it tastes like there's a little apple and sour cream in it. I don't know.
1: I mean, that would be good. At least yeah. I, I would appreciate that more than like a nutmeg flavor. The, mm-hmm. the Christmas flavor profile, I don't agree with. And yeah. so I that's why I'm curious about the Hanukkah. Oh, Kevin says soup like a yolk, which mulch.
0: is uh, jelly donuts. Mulch. That actually makes a lot more sense for beer than potatoes and sour cream.
1: Sour Thanks, cream. Kevin. I like sour yeah. cream and everything. I'm drinking um, Sea Quench Ale, a Session Sour from Dogfish Head, which is probably the closest to uh, one of Alex's little uh, – uh, spice rack beers that uh, I would drink.
0: <laughs> what about you, Pete? What uh, uh I'm Airline Fuel. You're drinking tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm drinking a nice little concoction of uh,
2: rum,
1: Windex in one ice cube, <laughs> yeah, uh, and some
0: vitamin water. It's uh, lovely. Yeah. Uh, Wit Dex and Ice Cube is a call day. My big fat Greek wedding.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah, Pete, I, I, I was yelling over you saying what your main alcohol was rum.
0: Uh, yeah, it's
2: rum and uh, some triple X vitamin water.
1: Triple uh, X, dog.
2: Wow. Yeah. A yeah. little pop nice. moose as well. Man, you know, have you tried triple X
0: State of the Union water? Because that's not as good. It's, it's a, a little worse. Up. Yeah. Hey, I watched Uh, that movie a bunch of times. Did you? Did you watch uh, Triple X The Death
2: of
1: Xander Cage? Mm hmm. (laughs) Okay. No further questions. There is no bottom here. What are you what are you <laughs> you trying to stump
0: him, Alex? Yeah, I guess I was. Uh, all right, let's go to questions over here on Crowdcast. This one is from Joe and feels like a trap. Uh, were you all upset <laughs> when Terror Purpura and Vinonade defeated Aranko and Lineda Americana at Triple Media this past Saturday in Marvel's Lucha Libre? Um, I, I got to say, I think all of us were so upset. We were just bereft.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. By the way, can anyone tell us what to say right now? Is there a way <laughs> uh, someone can tell us well, the right answer
2: ben, to the question? I think the, the right thing is just to say so upset. I mean, Ben, the yeah. border collie is also upset. I think we all are. It's just rough. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Just a hard time Thanks, there Joe. everybody. Thank you. Uh, Pete's Publisher Slipper says, in the past – Spider Man loved Twinkies and Fred Flintstone loved to smoke Winston's. Who would be endorsing modern products and services? Who's vaping? Who's on Match.com? What's Wolverine's beer of choice? Who's helping America deal with erectile dysfunction? Uh, last one, probably Mr. Fantastic, right?
1: Yeah, sure. Well, he should, yeah. I, I mean, like, him, you know, okay. little, you're saying he's, because he's, he's, too, he's too flaccid? Yeah. He's flaccid at all times.
2: No, I think you know, if he. So if he
1: Alex, if he takes Viagra, does he go fully rigid? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think so. There was one member of the Council of Reeds that was like that.
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> the, also, a I agree with... The of the Council of Reeds. Viagra Reed.
2: <laughs> JMC Hammer <laughs> points out that uh, Wolverine yes. drinks Labatt's,
1: which is, is right. 100% That's correct. Mm-hmm. So Lebat heavy. Yeah. Out of the bottle. Um, doesn't even have to be cold. It can be warm and dusty. Like Labatt's is made to be drunk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, PoisonIvyMatch.com maybe? I don't know. She makes people fall in love with her sometimes. Uh, sure. I got you. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh,
1: who's doing? Uh, who's doing the progressive commercials? Who's doing? Who's? Who's the flow? Who's the flow? <laughs> who's the flow of the Marvel Universe? Jarvis.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, great. There you go. Good question. Uh, let's move on uh, to Kevin. In the spirit of Archimaniacs, what character in any medium would you like to see a lighter, sillier incarnation of?
2: Hmm. Hmm. I mean, there have been so many, like, you know, Scotty Young has done, like, a lot of really adorable, like, Hulk stuff, which I think is great. I would love, like, a little cute uh, Hulk. (laughs) Is the uh, Windex getting to you, Pete? Yeah, you're right. right. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit.
0: Okay. Who? Ha! I had three cheesesteaks before this, so yeah. it's a little... I fun. would love to see tinier Titans. Uh, that yeah. would be great. Just go, like... Not small enough. That's yeah. they said. Make Sperm, them small. egg. Just see what's going on. See oh, what'll nice. happen. Um, <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry that I explained human reproductive, uh, Pete. Excuse- yeah. <laughs> Wait, what'd you call it? Yeah. Uh, I, I messed up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Got nervous at the end there. I did. Um I would like to see a more uh, lighthearted version of I had an answer and now I Penis. just forgot. That, that person is Speedball, um, who's a, a fun one. Um, I don't know. I mean, we talk a, a lot about uh, getting more fun back into Batman, uh, Bruce Wayne. Um, I'd be curious if that take would work in the ever-darkening uh, version of the DC universe or the co- comics universe.
0: Sure. <laughs> cool. Great. Thanks for picking it up, Pete. Uh, no cool. Good question. Uh, here we go. This is from Ben the Border Collie. Anyone other than me want to see Hickman somehow work X-babies into his run? Oh, that would yeah. be awesome. Okay.
2: X-babies, Muppet <laughs> babies, crossover type thing, you
0: know? Wait, so Pete, you've been very anti-X-Men and Hickman's X-Men in particular, but you would still want to see the X-babies show up on Rick Krikoa? Might as well, you know what I mean. Yeah.
2: Wow. I mean, there's so much fucking on that island. There's going to mm-hmm. be just a truckload of babies showing
1: up anyway. <laughs> a truckload. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you do need a lesson on human reproduction.
2: <laughs> reproduction.
1: <laughs> reproduction. Uh, I. Uh, I don't, the ex babies are for me part of the mojo world, uh, and I that would feel maybe they have to go rescue them, but uh, they're a weird. Unless the X-Men are visiting them, I think they're, it gets pretty weird when they're hanging out on Earth.
0: Yeah. It does feel like something just because Nanny is hanging around that you could fit it in somehow, uh, potentially. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's something that doesn't really fit in with the more adult nature of X-Men right now, even though they're super fun.
1: And it, correct me on if I'm wrong, but they're not – are they mutants? Are they, cause are they clones? They're not standalone people, not
0: right? Hmm.
1: They were created. Uh, a good question. They were created know, for television, I think.
0: Yeah, uh, though there were times when everybody was de-aged, right? I feel like there's been multiple takes on the X Babies.
1: Yeah, I, I guess I'm talking about the actual X Babies from that were like it was like a Mojo-created TV show to get more ratings.
0: <laughs> uh, Josh uh, has a great question here in the comments. Are we delving into what is sentience, Pete? Do you want to take this one real quick? Yeah.
2: Yeah. You're, no you're... problem. Okay, so a sentence isn't real until you put a period on the end. Otherwise, it's just a thought. Wow. <laughs> like just hanging there. All right. So you've got to put that period on or some kind of exclamation point to let us know that's a full sentence.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice. It's a
0: full sentence. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, this from Edward Doherty. DC published a few weird production errors this week color errors and proof margins. What's the craziest production errors you can recall seeing printed? Uh, I remember a DC, it was a Green Lantern
2: book. Where the floating heads with nightgowns had like uh, the, I guess the colorist wanted to do a joke with the writer because it had like a college uh, logo on it, like a football college thing, and uh, and they they it snuck it by and it got it to print, and I was like, whoo, that's not
0: supposed to be there. Yeah, over on the Marvel end of things, there was a series called Civil War Two.
1: <laughs> wow. Alex with a sick burn. Was that the series that made you you like fully no, ranted? No, no,
0: I actually was fine with Civil War too. Uh, Secret, not Secret Wars. Uh, Secret War, the reboot one. That was the one that broke me.
1: Yeah, that was a. Cra- if you guys yeah. want to hear Alex, truly. that, that oh, we were podcasting man. that then, Alex really lost it. And honestly, I thought you were going to be done with comics. You sort of swore off comics for a while.
0: I, I definitely I swore off reading Secret War, and it's been one of those things that. Over the year, I've heard from many people that it's actually pretty good once you get past that first issue. And I always waffle between, like, man, I really went to add it on that show. Should I break my promise and just read it? But so Mm -hmm. far, not.
1: Nice. Wow. You did go hard. Um, I don't have any printing errors. Maybe an extra staple?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's pretty bad.
1: Uh, but, but I do always look for the background, what the uh, artist is jamming in on graffiti and random stuff like that. I love seeing when I was younger, especially seeing like a, a They Might Be Giants reference in the
0: background of a comic because I was like, it me. Yeah. Uh, this <laughs> is from uh, Josh. What's a comic book trope that you think is getting stale? Like Ooh. old man isms or whatever. Superheroes. <laughs> Conversely, <laughs> what's an old, tired, broken trope you just love? Ooh.
1: Uh one a trope that I that works every time on me is like a western trope adventure for a character. Like we've seen it so many times. It's yeah. like the standard. The Mandalorian is another example where it's like, "Oh, I see what they're doing, and but it's no- like, oh, I like this. I still like this."
0: Yeah, I yeah. think Pete's going to hate this one, but I I need some Wolverine stories that do not start with Wolverine in a bar just minding his business, and then something goes wrong, and he has to get Damn. into a big fight and stab some people. Then don't read Wolverine, <laughs> that's all. There's other fun. places he can go. There's other options. Go to a that's David right. Buster's or something. That's you know, not that's where different. Wolverine Oh, that also out. has a bar. So same basic thing, I guess. Pete, is there a trope you either like or don't like?
2: I mean, you know, origin stories uh, can get a little bit old, um, especially if it's something that's kind of known. Um,
1: You hate conversations, right?
2: Yep, yep. Conversations can be rough. Um, And, yeah, it's also like, you know, seeing your, uh, you know, superheroes wasting time can drive me nuts a little bit when there's just like uh, things should be happening, but they're stopping to talk about their feelings or if they're playing baseball games or some bullshit. Yeah, thank you, Joe. Call called it
0: before I could even say it. Yeah. Also, uh, the trope where one character shaves their beard and the other character immediately starts growing a beard. Very weird. It makes sense. Weird. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't make sense. Because
4: like, you
1: know it's not a coincidence. Right. You know mm-hmm. It like, doesn't happen by accident. Yeah. There's a, an intention here.
0: I couldn't agree more. Uh, Let's, uh, let's a couple more comments here. Actually, I'll read this one uh, from Joe related to what Alex said earlier. Why is it listeners like myself enjoy hearing podcasters like yourselves talk about things you don't like more than hearing them talk about things you do like. I totally respect your decision to not push down the things you don't like, but have you all ever wanted to rant about a book that came out that you want to encourage people to avoid? Um, You know, this is just to kind of sidestep this a little bit for a second, because this is something uh, that came up that I kind of threw out to TV journalists on Twitter this week, Mm. because there are a couple of shows that I watched in a row that are coming out pretty soon that are just plain bad, like absolutely just Not fun, bad to watch. Like, I think everybody was talking about Emily in Paris. That was a terrible show that was fun to hate watch. It was fun to talk about and piss on. And everybody was enjoying that. And I think that is a different thing than some of these shows that I watch that are just poorly made, hard to watch. And I was wondering if you don't have to write a review of it, if you're not paid to write a review of it. Do you say something about it? Do you put it out there? And I found that at least most of the people that respond to that, they said, no, I just let it pass by. There are enough things out there that I don't need to spend my time even mentioning the thing and bringing attention to it. And I think that's the main thing that I feel about comics as well. If it's bad, I don't really want to give it the time of day like I, I don't think it adds anything to the conversation and there's certainly enough good things to talk about that I'd personally rather lift those up and elevate them
1: yeah I mean I, I do I think the worst thing you can do now is ignore something because like mm-hmm. a show like Emily in Paris got another season it was right. hugely successful because everyone was talking about it so the the way to pan a show is to say and back on the question, like I just I the comics that I'm like, oh, I'm so mad about this. Mostly I'm like, oh, this was just wasn't very exciting. I feel like I have two speeds. This just wasn't very exciting. And then like, this is great. This mm-hmm. is really interesting and unique. And that is very rare for me to be like, I can't believe this happened. I'm so mad.
0: Well, because most of the time, and we've talked about this on the show before, but with things, when you're talking about a Marvel comic, a DC comic, an Image comic, Dark Horse, etc., same thing as most TV shows, when you're getting to that level, you're at a point where there's some quality in there. There's something that you can pull out that's usually pretty good. Um, Everyone's trying so hard. Exactly. Nobody's like, I'm going to put out a bunch of shit. That doesn't happen. Um, Except
1: for the Snyder cut, which I think we can all agree right. on that. Well,
0: <laughs> well but even, even that, somebody yeah, is, you know, people are, political. Gonna like. wow. <laughs> people are going to like that. They're going to enjoy that, even though it's going to be a horrible piece of shit. And that's, you know, more power to them. Right, Pete?
2: It could be a more four power. hours of a piece of shit. You is know sure, what I
0: mean? Sure. Like, you don't Did you know. hear, though, that Batman says, fuck, that's very cool.
1: I the way that that was being promoted online this week I was like what is this? <laughs> who are who would say that are, and who would be like wow he finally swears. Cuz he's sworn in movies before.
0: Are oh, yeah. you are you 10? Is it like 10 year olds who have never said a curse before like oh man Batman cursing. That's no, awesome. Be, well, star I star. mean
2: in First off, when we had Kevin Conroy on our show, we were giddy because he swore in the Batman voice, and we thought that was the coolest fucking thing we've ever
1: heard. Okay, Pete, I guess we're the problem. (laughs) 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 Do you think Batman's going to say, you know what? Fuck this Snyder Cut movie.
0: Oh, I can't actually, believe I'm a character. That would character be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I would like that a lot. Uh, I guess to answer the question, though, the actual question about it was why people like hearing people shit on things. Um, I mean, I think like there there is something that sends a very quick rush of endorphins when you see somebody being beaten down, you know, like it's, it's kind of not to get too psychological about it, but I think there is something to be said for that fight or flight response. Where it's the same thing of you walk out of a bar and you see a couple of dudes in a fight. You're not necessarily going to be like, that's cool, but suddenly your heart's going to get pumping. You're going to get excited about it. You're going to get a little bit of that adrenaline. It's not exactly the same thing with a bad review, but there is that momentary excitement that pumps you up in a way. And, uh, I don't know. I I think I understand that. I understand people like that. That is not something personally that I am into. Okay. So
2: just real quick, when you walk outside of a bar and you see a fight. Pioneers. Pioneers. You don't say, cool? You aren't like, oh, man, cool. Well,
1: Alex, as you can tell by his stubble, is involved in a fight club. Oh, yes, okay, right. so we can't talk about it. Yeah. He can't I can't
0: that. 100% tell if there's another guy here, but I'm pretty confident there is. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Alex is in a fight club. There's no one else there yet, so there are no fights. Right,
0: now. We're just making soap at this point. It's just <laughs> yeah. a soap club. It's very just fun. Club.
1: <laughs> I wanted to start a fight club. Ended up in a soap club. <laughs> and now I'm a wealthy uh, Amway representative. Um, I was going to say about, um, I think it's also a sort of, You prove your love, ironically, by hating on things. Like, I can't believe they're doing this to this thing that I love is such a, like, it's a powerful thing because it shows your fan service and it hits that endorphin level that Alex is talking about. For me, though, that's like a fake. If I love something, I want to love it. I don't want Mm -hmm. to be mad about the thing that I
0: love. And I think the other part of it for me personally is... Like I was saying earlier, even things that you don't like, somebody else maybe likes them. And I do think there's a sense to find a, find, often find a consensus about things. So when you come in, you're like, oh man, I really love Rise of Skywalker. And everybody else in the group is like, that movie is a piece of shit. You immediately feel bad, and then your estimation of it goes down, and you feel like, well, maybe I don't totally 100% like it. Maybe I like 85% like it or 80% like it. And the more times you hear that, the worse you're potentially going to feel about it. I don't think there's anything good about that. I would rather that person like The Rise of Skywalker and enjoy The Rise of Skywalker, even though I personally think it's a bad movie. I don't want to take that away from them.
1: Well, well I, plus I would also like to hear what I, they liked about it because that movie I'd be like, how could you find something to like about it? And I'd be mm-hmm. curious to hear. And if you shut them down, you're never going to hear why they like it because they might have a take that's like, oh, wow, I've never thought of it that way. That's interesting.
2: Yeah. Well, it's like every time I tried to say something nice about Aquaman, you guys just shit on it. Well, it's a shitty movie. People. that you that's feel stupid. Bad. And
1: you're fuck stupid. you. That's your bad for even you. liking it and saying yeah. it on our show is crazy. Hey,
0: I'm Batman. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. That. I guess just got a hit of endorphins when he said fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right, let's move on for this. Uh, Last question we'll have here. This is a big one uh, from Eduardo. I know you probably covered the Disney Plus announcements during the week in Geek, but I'm wondering if you could share your thoughts about how these developments might affect comics. If Ooh. at all, uh this obviously is a very long topic. We probably will talk about whatever we don't get to here on the Week and Geek podcast for Patreon subscribers only. Uh but uh let's chat about this because this is the big thing last week, Thursday night, in case you missed it, there was the Disney investor call where they plumped Holy out shit. absolutely everything.
2: Oh, it was too much. You can't do that much. to me. <laughs> yeah. It's too much. Yeah. Well, all the, of that the thing
0: that I kept thinking about is it was like they had this content hose that somebody had their finger on all year long because they couldn't release anything. They couldn't announce anything. And then on that day, they were like, take that finger off. And it just starts spraying everywhere. And that's basically what it went on. Yes, uh, it, it was too much. It was too much for everybody. It was. I guess what they needed to do, they made a huge splash, but it was impossible to cover from a media perspective. It was too much for fads. It was probably too much for investors who were like, I don't know what this is. I just like money. Yeah. So it was a lot, but fact, uh, you're
2: doing a production of a Mickey Mouse as well as an investor. Oh,
0: I invest in this company.
1: <laughs> that's when you have that much money, that's how you start to sound.
0: Yeah. I'm a majority shareholder. Oh wow. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Where should we start with this? I mean, I guess we can start specifically uh, with Eduardo's question, how this might potentially affect comics, if at all. Do you think in any way, any of these announcements, Marvel, Star Wars, Disney, Pixar... They come back to comics or or is it totally unconnected?
2: Well, I mean, I think things that get popular in TV shows or movies, I mean, look at Samuel Jackson's Nick Fury, you know, that came back and changed how Nick Fury looks in the comics. So I think that, like, if something blows the fuck up and becomes very popular, it can then turn around and affects the comics, Mm -hmm. Uh, even if it's like a Marvel TV show or whatever. So... I think yeah, it it does can come back around, and and what's nice about it is if a good idea uh, can can inform other things, just like Batman the Animated Series, kind of you know Harley Quinn and all those kind of great stuff that we got out of that.
1: I mean, the most exciting thing for me is the. Any of the movie and TV shows will have a comic book, uh, some comic book version of it, whether it's a series or a limited series or a reboot of the character. And so that's exciting. Like The fact that we are aware of getting these characters in the comic world a little bit more uh, in focus will
0: be fun. I do hope this, particularly with the Disney Plus series, like we haven't really seen it with the movies where people go to the movies and they're like, yes, got to go to the comic book shop, read this stuff. That hasn't really necessarily happened, but the Disney Plus series in particular looks so clearly drawn off the comic books. I mean, we've talked about this in Cecily, but WandaVision, even though it's a different focus, it's basically Tom King and Mitch Gerard's uh, Vision series. Then you go over to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, Certainly there's a lot of stuff from comics there. Uh, There's the uh, Battle for the... Oh my God, what is it? Was it the Battle for the Shield? What did they actually call that? when... Oh, uh, no, I'm thinking of the Battle for the Cow with Batman, which happened yeah, at the same know. time. Uh, so, you know, skip that one. But like the Loki trailer, the end of it was Vote Loki, the series by Chris Hastings, like straight up, same costume, same look and everything. He was clearly bowled over and not expecting that. And then you go over to Hawkeye, uh, which is clearly drawn off of Matt Fraction and David acha's comics as well. So... I don't know. I I feel like this sort of thing is this sort of thing, particularly because it's Disney Plus, particularly because it's online. They got to do something there where it's like also read these comics, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, like <laughs> DC, it never really worked out, but in the ideal form, how DC Universe was supposed to work was it would do that, where it would have a storyline in Titans and then it would say, "Hey, read these comics that are tied in." I I wish I don't know if they would, but I wish they would figure out some way of doing it at Disney Plus. Just because they're so particularly drawn, and beyond that, I really hope those writers are getting some sort of credit other than "Hey, this is cool" because yeah. they're like straight up right out of the books at this point.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. But in general, that was a very exciting. To use your a very uh, sort of sexual metaphor for it, Alex, it was <laughs> a great spray of content. Yeah. Uh, and it was super exciting to, um, like, our UK Twitter. And then um, Cody, I believe, was uh, posting it in our Slack. I was like,
0: oh, my God. Yeah, it it was just too much content. Like trying to tweet it, trying to keep track of it, and everything was absolutely insane. Um, Should we talk about any of the announcements at all, Pete? Do you want to chat through any of this stuff? Yeah, save that for week and geek.
2: It's it's up to you guys if you want to kind of save it or whatever. But it was just, uh, I mean, when there's that much stuff, your kind of brain just shuts down and can't Mm -hmm. kind of
0: keep processing. At least that's what I felt. Where it was just too much information. Well, it's wild that, you know, there were so many announcements and so many uh, fun things for fans of Marvel, fans of Star Wars and everything else uh, that it got to a point where I think my favorite announcement, the thing that I was most excited about was during the FX presentation, they announced that Noah Hawley is doing an Alien series set on Earth for Mm -hmm. FX which sounds fucking awesome! Yeah. And by the time we got midway through the presentation, I was like, "Oh right, that's happening." I totally forgot about that. And by the end of the presentation, I completely forgot about it for several hours because there were so many other things, and that was like my number one thing up there. But there was so much, there was no way of keeping it all in your brain, which is why. Yeah, yeah, it was just it just kind of shuts it all down. Did you have a favorite announcement though, Uh out
2: of everything? I don't even, uh, like, know, uh, it, like, you know, all the stuff. I mean, the trailers and stuff look great. I'm excited for more on, on content, but unless you want to kind of break
0: it down, I can't, I couldn't process it all. So. I mean, one that I'll throw out while we're waiting for Justin to hop back in the stream here that I thought was cool on the comic book end. Um, I'm a little concerned about the show just because of the footage. There wasn't, like, a lot of footage that they showed off. But the Miss Marvel sizzle reel had Sana Aminat in there. They talked about the comics. They showed off the comics. That was the one thing where they drew this clear line between this is a new character they are so popular that we are putting them on screen, which is very different than a lot of the other stuff we did, which was cool. Uh, Justin, yeah. we were just talking about like if you had to pick one or two, what your favorite announcement was. Out it's, of the thing. Yeah.
1: it's so hard to remember them all, um, yeah. because it was just like excitement, excitement hit, and it's also like I feel like it, it led to like a little bit of a stress. Maybe this is what you were talking mm-hmm. about, Pete, where it's just like, oh god, but I, mm-hmm. I it kept reminding myself, oh, this is over the next like many years mm-hmm. so we have there will be i think there will be an initial glut and then it'll be like uh slow like back to normal basically
0: well I, if you look at the schedule at least to your point in terms of like glut initially you got wandavision coming on january 15th all the shows are about six episodes long so you got that going then you got uh, falcon and the winter soldier coming in march so there's probably like a two-week break there then you have Loki coming in May, probably after Black Widow, as long as theaters are open. So you probably got like a two week break right there. But it seems like the goal is to go with little breaks here and there, essentially Marvel TV shows all year long. Yeah. Which is a lot.
1: I mean, yeah. my, my faves, I guess, the What If trailer that dropped, mm-hmm. I thought was really oh, cool. Oh,
2: yeah. That was really cool.
1: Very excited for that. Uh, very excited for She Hulk um yes. as well as moon knight i think those are gonna <laughs> be good and those are some of the characters i'm excited to get back into the comic world i know moon knight's been sort of in and out same with she hulk like to get both of them that would be great um some of the ones where i was like what like armor wars i was like yeah. wow wild and also excited for the iron series
0: Yeah, Yeah. that both of those to me feel like, hey, we don't have Robert Downey Jr. anymore. Let's keep this area of the universe open a little bit, which is cool to me. Um, the oh gosh, I I wanted to let's turn over and talk about the Star Wars thing a little bit because the other thing that not freaked me out, but I kind of freaked out about a little bit was uh, Hayden Christensen coming back for the Obi Wan Kenobi series. That's wild,
1: yeah. Um, because, because, like, who wants? It? Is it just going to be him yelling in the armor? No, still uh, throughout would be fine. I
0: don't. This is. I don't understand how this works continuity wise. Like, if they said this is going to be a rematch between Darth Vader and Obi Wan, so how does that work? We're like they met on Tatooine, they fought, and then both immediately forgot about each other for a while, or something like that. No, I and think were, it's. And Darth was like, "Who is that blonde haired boy over there?" And Obi Wan was like nobody and he's like okay i think yeah, it's I, after they're all dead they're just ghost fighting you know
1: what i mean well i mean how does it even cuz not to get too deep into this but i guess the idea is obi-wan would have never known that he became darth vader that's a secret from him right is it i don't know that's I don't the only think way so. it makes sense that's the only way it makes sense
0: no because doesn't he go up to him and they fight and he knows does he
1: say know. i'm darth vader he wouldn't. He never saw the armor.
0: No, he never saw the armor. Um,
1: but anyway, it, the idea—maybe it's a game of cat and mouse a little bit mm-hmm. with Darth pursuing Obi Wan, uh, or there's they, that. I'm. I think is fine as far as having them another having another fight. That seems crazy to me, and act, actively damaging their yeah. uh, content and my brain.
0: Well, and then uh, to move over to some of the other stuff, there was also the things that tie into Mandalorian. They're doing Mandalorian Season 3. They're also doing an Ahsoka show Woo-hoo! starring Rosario Dawson. Uh, and they're also going to be doing, uh, what is it called, Rangers of the New Republic, which we don't know anything about at this point. Yes. yeah. Uh, do you feel like... Okay. Oh, crossover, please. Star
2: Wars meets hockey. I don't know how they're going to pull that up, but I'm excited for the New York Rangers, you know,
0: get a little extra, you know, eyes on their, their team. I was pulling for the Islanders of the New Republic, but I. Was. Oh, <laughs> look at you. He made a sports joke, and it was right. His beard. Really right. beard is just pulsating yeah. with sports.
1: That wow. beard is an Islanders fan right there. <laughs> Being Long Island fan over here.
0: I mean, this is a good question for the comments. Pete's Punisher Slipper says, will this series culminate in a crisis event? Like, do you think, are they doing, is this John Favreau essentially building what they did with the MCU, but on Disney Plus with Star Wars? Are they going to all branch off and then come back together, all fight Thrawn or something like that? I mean, I don't know. Sign
2: me up. Sign me up. Why not?
0: I feel John, like you're already signed up. You have a Disney plus. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
2: that's a good point. Uh, John Favreau is killing it. So whatever he wants to do, I'm good.
1: I feel like the I lesson they've guy. learned is to not do I that. I do love that guy. No.
0: Wait, what Wait, what were you saying? I was making fun of Pete. I
1: feel yeah. like the lesson they've learned is to not do that.
0: Yeah. Mm, I don't know if they've learned that lesson.
1: <laughs> well, I hope I guess I hope they've learned that They Sure.
0: Lesson. That
1: lesson is on the table.
0: Yes, that's true. He could
1: teach them that lesson at the end of his mentions.
0: Uh Well, I'll tell you what. We'll talk more about all these announcements, as mentioned, on the Weekend Geek podcast. Uh, that is it for your audience questions. We're going to move on to our next section, which is trivia. And for that, we're going to turn over to Pete LePage. Hey! Pete
2: hey. uh, I just, LePage! I just want to uh, quickly uh, share a quick story uh, while I have the focus uh, with you guys, if I may.
0: Um,
1: no, I, I was. Think, is this the, is this the time for that, really, Pete? Yeah, this, uh, this well, the time when Edward Nick says Darvison. no.
0: Edward oh, says no. Sorry about
2: sorry. that. <laughs> Get to the- yes, thanks, <laughs> Pete, the- <laughs> I, I am uh, I am drunk. Thanks for noticing. Uh, I last night I got to do a show called Art Smackdown, and they said if you could have anything happen in comics. What would you want to have happened? And my mind kind of exploded with a lot of possibilities. And first I was thinking like Cyclops bowing down to Wolverine would be great. But what I settled on
1: was down.
2: Uh, having MJ and Spider-Man hold hands as I kicked Mephisto in the nuts and seeing artists render that image was really just very therapeutic for me. And I just wanted to kind of share that with you guys.
0: Yeah, thanks for mentioning that. And uh, I think we could all agree that Mephisto's defining characteristic is his dangling scrotum. So that must've been easy to depict. Okay, great. Thanks for sharing <laughs> that. <laughs> okay. Oh. Can we see
1: any of this? these art pieces, Yeah. I want to see these kicked nuts. Yeah, if you
2: uh, check out uh, the Art Smackdown on Twitch, I don't know how Twitch works, but you can log
1: to <laughs> no Twitch. No one's and, uh, wondering that you don't know how Twitch works, but it's and, funny that you're doing such a nut flex here in front of us.
2: Oh, oh. callback nailed it! Oh,
0: this um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> guy has a soundboard. Yeah, up. sorry, I was a little slow on the trigger there. Yeah. There. <laughs>
1: All right great. Uh, so today's trivia is on Alex topical. and the Zoom warning Crew just
0: ready to uh, rock it. Just, just totally panicked. Right. I was like oh shit. <laughs>
2: uh, I just need someone to say first hand up or raise a hand or something so we can get a uh, get a uh, get a volunteer for the old trivia. Uh, i uh, go read you a question listen to all three possible answers get
0: all three questions right $25 will and be I think yours at how drunk he is you could trick Pete into almost anything today yeah, yeah exactly
1: yeah. you could win a lot more you could get your hands on Pete's glasses uh, one of his trademark hoodies yep um, so yeah is that a physical
2: one is that first hand oh, oh,
4: there Arnold. it yeah. is
0: all right, Edward, I'm going to invite you into the stream here, and we will get this thing going. Yes. Um, very exciting. Oh, here we go. Hello, Edward. Edward how hey, are you? Hey. Hello. Good to hey, see you. Thanks ya. for joining. I'm going to turn it over to Pete in a second, but you are going to have a chance to win a $25 gift card to Midtown Comics. A Take pretty it away. Good chance. Pretty good chance.
2: Take it away, Pete. All right, so I'll read you a question. Listen to all three possible answers. Question number one What character is getting extreme in this Rob Liefeld reboot? Is it a Spider Ham, B Archie, or is it C Tom Hanks? So it's either a Spider Ham, don't pick it, or B uh, I believe Archie. it's a is the answer a. And the answer what you're trying to say is B. It's a little different be, because be. there's a lag. Yeah. yeah, and it's tough because it's nice. you're torturing a dog in the background. It. Like. <laughs> Feed or pet that dog, please. Don't
1: torture it. Okay, wow. question number two. He, he, he's bringing some heat to the trivia, round. Heat LePage.
2: What DC character is getting its own series in March? Is it A. Riddler? b joker or c catherine o'hara so it's either a don't pick it or it's b if you would like to continue
3: so it's b again it is right. b again yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. This if you would like to
2: yeah i know i'm trying to switch things up because people have noticed mm-hmm. my pattern uh all right I think just keep the pattern yeah. here we go Quest the last one who is saying their King in Black one shot out December 16th goes full Christmas? Is it A, Al Ewing, B, Greg Pock, or C, Bonnie Raitt? So it's either A and $25 will be yours, or you could be completely
0: wrong. Hi. Yeah, Al Ewing. Nice. Wonderful. Uh, Great job. You won a $25 gift card to Midtown Comics. Shoot us an email at comicbookclublive at gmail.com. Edward, leave that dog alone.
1: (laughs) Great to see (laughs) those baby blues, Ed. All
0: right. Have a good night. Bye. 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 All right. And uh, what was your secret Robin Williams movie, Pete? Okay. So it's a TV movie, but it still counts.
2: (laughs) And it's the (laughs) Ruddles 2 Can't Buy Me Lunch
1: ah there we (laughs) go pete you're you pete you are out of gas yes you know what alex i think we got to put a stop to this it's over come on
0: choose somebody new choose somebody new
1: no we're voting we're finally putting our uh our two-third vote power (laughs) block here into into effect
0: uh, that all said, I'm also voting for new comics that are coming out tomorrow, nah, nah. unless you're a DC Comics, in which case they come out today. But what are you guys looking forward to, Pete? Once in future, number 14. Um,
2: uh, also, the uh, mentioned Al Ewing uh, Christmas
0: uh, Hulk book was really delightful. Yeah, or will be. We don't know. Yeah. Will
1: be delightful
0: in will the future. Be, will be delightful. Uh, what about you, Justin? What are you looking forward to?
1: Well, as the real lock and the only real lock and key on the podcast, I guess I have to give it up for um, uh, lock and key uh, number three uh, coming out. Pale Battalions number three coming out uh, tomorrow. Very excited to check that out. It's so great to have new lock and key on the stands. And I want to give another shout out to Black Cat number one over at Marvel. I really, really? love the series that that Jed McKay was doing um, for a while, and this it's back with this King and Black tie in, and hopefully they'll get to continue
0: uh, it beyond. Uh, I'm looking forward to New Mutants number fourteen. This is the first issue written by Vida Iala. Big fan of them. Big fan of New Mutants, uh, and it's uh, kicking off the Wild Hunt, which is something that's been teased for a while. So that should be pretty cool. All those titles are going to be reviewed in our Stack podcast that's coming out tomorrow, both in the comic book comic book club feed and also in its own Stack feed. So definitely check it out. And that is it for our show, everybody couple of things to plug before we go. Thank you to our guests, Art Baltazar and Franco. Check out all yeah. maniacs from DC right now. Next week on the show, uh, we're going to have a big one for you. Uh, Rich Duak is going to be here to talk about IDWC of Sorrow, which is very cool if you haven't checked it out. Also, Philip Kennedy Johnson is going to be here uh, just now. Yeah. He's writing Marvel's Alien title. So he's going to talk all about that. Uh, also has a DC announcement that should be out by then, so uh, teasing that up but that should be a big one as well. Uh, so that should be exciting stuff. Also, Chilling Podcast of Sabrina, our Chilling Adventures of Sabrina podcast is almost back, coming back on December 31st. Umbrella Podcademy, our Umbrella Academy podcast. Uh, we're taking a little break while we're getting ahead of stuff, but we will get back to that as well. Eventually. Patreon, eventually. eventually. Patreon.com slash Comic Book Club to support Bobby. the show and other shows we do. iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your to subscribe and listen at comic book live on twitter comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and betty moore until next time thanks for watching good night good night guys we'll see you next time
4: like
2: so